Good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome again. I'll add my welcome to Paul's and Raelle's. Um, it's great to be with you again. For those of you who don't know, my name is Darren. I'm part of the leadership team here at Kingsgate. Um, and I have the great privilege of continuing our series on Mark's Gospel this morning. Um, first of all, for those of you who are being very attentive, will know that during the month of August we are recorded we have recorded all of our preaches and so the sermon each week has been recorded back in July sometime except today I'm actually really live so I'm properly here um, not that it makes any real difference to you but we just like to try and keep you informed and in the loop hence the reason I can refer to the people that are here this morning and what they've been doing so our passage this morning we have arrived at Mark chapter 9 and I'm going to be looking at verses 2 to 13 in most Bibles uh, it is entitled the Transfiguration um, which I'll explain what that means in a little while now for those of you who have been Christians for a while um, this may be a story that you are a little bit familiar with but my prediction is this it's the kind of passage in the Bible that we read, we go, nice, and then we move on. And it doesn't change anything because we don't understand it. Some funny stuff happens. So shall we read? Um, I will read. I'm reusing the NIV. So if you have that, follow along. If not, you can just listen. Mark chapter 9, starting at verse 2. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him and led them up a high mountain, where they were all alone. There he was transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. And there appeared before them Elijah and Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, they were so frightened. Then a cloud appeared and enveloped them, and a voice came from the cloud, This is my son, whom I love. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus gave them orders not to tell anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. They kept the matter to themselves, discussing what rising from the dead meant. And they asked him, why do the teachers of the law say that Elijah must come first? Jesus replied, to be sure, Elijah does come first and restores all things. Why then is it is written that the Son of Man must suffer much and be rejected? But I tell you, Elijah has come, and they have done to him everything they wished, just as it is written about him. So, what do we have here? We have... A passage of scripture which if we were to sum it up is something like this Jesus takes three of his disciples up a mountain he shines brightly two dead blokes appear Peter decides they should try camping a cloud appears and hides Jesus and the two dead blokes to interrupt Peter's camping tent pitching plans they get very scared and then they exit down the mountain with Jesus telling them not to tell anyone. Equals, the disciples are confused. So how should we apply this to our lives? Well, all of scripture is useful. Which means this does have something to say to shape our lives. 
But I think first of all what we need to do is, is we need to go on a little journey to unpack actually what is going on. What does all this stuff mean? And then actually what I want to do is use Peter. Peter is one of my favourite biblical characters. I love the way he mucks it up so often. Um, I just I can relate to him 